A Heart for Service, Part A. Welcome to this new podcast series, A Heart for Service. I've shared before that I believed I would run my organization until I retired. I never thought I would sell my company. However, when God spoke to me about selling the business, though it did not make sense to me at first, I soon began to understand why it was necessary and would benefit my family and my entire team at work. Two of my primary goals for running a business were to have financial independence and time independence. Selling the company had a direct impact on both. My time opened up more, and I was able to utilize the gifts and skills that God had given me to serve others. So often when we think of serving or ministry, we don't necessarily see our marketplace gifts as applicable or usable. Yet, the very same gifts God gave us to excel in business can and should be applied to the church and ministry. Each of us has gifts to bring, and I believe if we all operated in this awareness, we would have a greater impact on the world. In the Bible, the book of Romans chapter 12, verse 9 to 13, remind us of the importance of serving others. Don't just pretend to love others. Really love them. Hate what is wrong. Hold tightly to what is good. Love each other with genuine affection and take delight in honoring each other. Never be lazy, but work hard and serve the Lord enthusiastically. Rejoice in our confident hope. Be patient in trouble and keep on praying. When God's people are in need, be ready to help them. Always be eager to practice hospitality. The first time I visited Israel in 1994, the Garden of Gethsemane was the place that struck me the most. It is there that I felt a strong invitation from God to serve His people. As I sat quietly in the garden, I thought about the decision Christ made to die for me, knowing very well the suffering and pain that he would have to go through. I was overwhelmed by this. Being in the garden helped put this into perspective. God gave his life for me. This thought has propelled me to go forward and do things God has called me to, even when I'm not fully comfortable. How do I say no when he has already given me so much? How do I not take that step he asks me to when he already sacrificed his all. This has been a key driver as I continue to serve. There are many ways we can be a blessing to God's people, and I would like to share with you a few of the lessons I have garnered as I have had the honor of serving over the years. Lesson 1. Don't be afraid to get involved. I've had the privilege of traveling and serving both in the United States and across the world, in Chile, Argentina, Belarus, Poland, Uganda, Kenya, Mexico, Sri Lanka, and beyond. The truth about serving in church and ministries is we often go in with the perspective that we are going to make a difference and bring about change. While this may be true, I have found that I always change and come back with much more than I give. One of the mission trips I took was with Free Wheelchair Mission, which provides wheelchairs for those in need. While assembling the chairs is good to do, the act of physically lifting someone off the ground and placing them in their new chair was a life-changing experience for me. I opted to take the role of adjusting the footrests once they were seated. Most of them had never had a wheelchair or had never even sat up by themselves. It was humbling being on the ground serving them and seeing the joy on their faces. Being down in the trenches using my hands and feet to serve others is the most fulfilling kind of serving for me. Lesson 2 Serve at the pleasure of God, not man. Some years ago, the church I attend, Mariner's Church, 
was planning to merge with another church, South Coast Community Church. Though I was not an elder, I had the opportunity to lead and oversee the entire process to ensure everything was carried out well. There was a planned party for the two elder boards afterward to celebrate the occasion. Even though I was in a key position and had put in a huge amount of work, I did not get an invitation to the celebration. I was coming from the banker's mutual world where I was used to sitting at the head of the table for celebrations. I understood the value of hard work and celebration. I recall that afternoon as everyone else went to the dinner, leaving the church feeling disappointed. As I sat in my car, I clearly heard God asking me, Who are you serving? Are you serving at the pleasure of man? Was being invited to the celebration that important to you? I saw your service, and I appreciate your service, but don't forget the fact that you were serving me. That quickly put everything back into perspective. I got caught up in wanting to be seen and receive accolades. Had I been invited to the dinner, I would have missed this important lesson. I serve at the pleasure of God and not man. I was so vulnerable that evening, but I'm so grateful that God got my attention and taught me the true motivation of serving. Lesson 3. Serve as a Family I'm thankful that God has never called me to be a long-term missionary. It's a huge sacrifice to leave your home country for years and raise your children in a different culture. A month is the longest I've been away. However, for every opportunity I've had to go and serve, I remain thankful. I would like to encourage you to lean into and seize opportunities to go on a mission trip. It will more than likely be out of your comfort zone and not fit perfectly into your calendar or schedule, but it is truly worth it, and you will be rewarded more than you can imagine. Kathy and I believe it is important to take your children along with you on some of the mission trips as it helps to build their faith and introduce them to the real world. We've had the privilege of serving with our three children across the nations and watching their own faith journey has been very rewarding for us. I recall one trip where we took our eldest daughter Ashley on a mission to Chile. She was in high school then, and she served in various capacities on the ground at one of the ministries we worked with there. She was invited to speak at a high school assembly, and she willingly agreed but clearly felt stretched. She shared her testimony and encouraged her fellow high schoolers with her talk. It was incredible to see. Finding an opportunity to serve with your children on a mission trip will have significant impact on them, their faith, and your family too. Lesson 4. Anticipate Spiritual Warfare Anytime you step out for God on a mission trip or to serve in church, you should expect some form of spiritual warfare. Learn to identify it and battle it with the weapons God has given you. Remember, Satan is not happy about you going out to make a difference. He does not want you to serve and will look for a reason for you to say no. You may find yourself getting worn out, feeling frustrated, business gets negatively affected, or family members could fall ill. However, as you continue to lean into service, you will learn to expect these attacks and know how to battle them. Do not be afraid, but step out and take the risk. Satan comes after you most when you're sacrificing the most for God. However, you will find you get so much more when you sacrifice and serve than you can imagine. Here's a few action points that you can take away from our podcast today. One, God calls us to love, honor, and help those in need. Consider doing an audit of your gifts and skills and think about how you can begin to utilize them in your church or in a ministry or charity. Two, commit to giving a set amount of time each week or month towards your chosen organization. And three, keep track of your time to monitor and see if you are achieving your goals. 
serving is not just a once or twice in a lifetime kind of thing, but it is a rewarding, amazing way to live life. Thanks for listening. One of our values is good information is shared with a friend. Please take the time to think of your friends, men or women, who might benefit from this blog. You can introduce the blog to them by sharing the post using the various sharing links or by sharing the podcast by clicking the share link on the top left corner of the audio link. As you begin to follow my blog and pursue opportunity for growth, it is helpful to do an assessment on various topics of life. If you haven't already, I encourage you to click on the link and take the current life conditions assessment. I believe it would be helpful to take this assessment annually and revisit how you are growing in life.